0: algorithm is always changing, mm-hmm. always changing. They're always updating Instagram. They're always changing TikTok. but like the ones, the things that you can control is the quality of your videos. Granted, like nothing's going to be perfect, but like, um, you control the quality and what you're putting out there. So I focus on making really good content that people want to consume versus having the mindset of what can I do to get my video pushed out to more people.
1: Welcome to the Coffee with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Marie, web designer and CEO of Courtney Marie and Co. After building a multiple six-figure design agency, I wanted to create a podcast to share everything I've learned and am still learning to help you grow your business. Each week you'll hear from me and other experts share tips on branding, marketing, business and so much more. So if you're ready to learn how to run a successful business and stand out online, grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode. I have a guest with us. Her name is Rebecca. Um, She is going to be talking about all things TikTok. I myself, I don't know much about TikTok. I'm a consumer, but I'm not a creator on tiktok i'll post a few videos here and there um but i wanted to bring rebecca on to really dive into you know is it too late to start tiktok tiktok hacks things to create how she built her business from tiktok Um, so let's go ahead dive in welcome to the show thank you i'm so excited to be here and i love talking all things tiktok so i'm pumped Yes, I love it. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit um, and then tell us how how this happened, how you built your six-figure business from TikTok.
0: Yeah, so it was really funny. I never had any intention of leaving my nine-to-five. I came from the corporate world. I was in HR, so I actually really didn't mind my job. I wasn't looking for anything else. I never would have ever thought in a million years I would be a business owner. Oh um, <laughs> the whole thing kind of just happened. It was so funny because in 2019, I was working and at the time I was doing a lot of babysitting and nannying like on the side just to make extra cash. Mm-hmm. And there was this point where I was just like, I don't want to watch anyone else's kids anymore. <laughs> uh, there has to be a better Been there. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I am done. Um, so I think I did like what a lot of people do when they first are exploring the online space. I Googled like how to make money online. (laughs) And of course Google is like this big black hole, Mm -hmm. but I came across the world of becoming a virtual assistant. And I started working as a VA just to make extra money. And the more and more, focused and into my VA business, I got the more obsessed I got with being a business owner. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, my eyes were opened. And I was like, this is so cool. I can like create my own schedule. I can work with whoever I want charge, you know, however much I want. And I became less and less interested in my corporate job. And I was like, Okay, I'm gonna go all in. Um, And then from there, I really learned, okay, I have all of these skills from my corporate job, being in Mm -hmm. HR and um all this leadership experience and how do i leverage that into my online business so from there i scaled to an obm and then in like the middle of covid during lockdown i think i did what like most people do or did i downloaded tiktok <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i had like zero intention of posting or um like using it for business I was just like, wanted to look at like cat videos (laughs) and like, you know, see what everyone else was up to during COVID and during the lockdown, actually. And I uh, was scrolling and, you know, I was like, one day I think I was like, you know what, I'm going to post, I'm going to post a video and just use it as like a creative outlet type thing Um, because I am like not an Instagram person. Uh, Oh, how come? It just feels so like forced to me and like perfect. And I felt like it was just almost intimidating, especially Mm -hmm. because like, I'm, you know, I never considered myself a social media person. And I felt like it was just more of an open community too. like, people were very casual on there. And it was more of like a trend type thing. I feel like Instagram, there's like this, like, low key, you want to be perfect, or you want everything to be perfect, which is Unrealistic. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to post, see what happens. And then I continued to just like post random things about what I was doing and about being a VA and an OBM. And I w- learned that uh, not a lot of people know about the online space. And there's so many people that were unhappy in their nine to fives mm-hmm. or were looking for something else. And they had no idea that they could leverage their skills that they already had from their nine to five into an online business. And as I started, sharing more and just being honest with my community and answering questions, my following grew. And from there, I was really able to create coaching programs and a six-figure coaching business based off of my audience from TikTok and asking them and educating them and serving them and saying like, hey, what do you guys need? Um, what, What would be most helpful? Is it like a masterclass? Is it um you know a course or whatever and then from there listening to them and then like having fun with it too and yeah. being myself which is something that I felt like I really couldn't do on Instagram
1: and then it kind of just kept growing from there <laughs> I love that I love that you like you didn't even plan for it because sometimes that's when the best happens you know how many times you go out you know you make a plan it doesn't turn out well and then you like have the best time ever and you didn't even have a plan that's so yep. interesting that you became an entrepreneur almost on accident.
0: (laughs) It's so weird. And it's so funny, like to that point too, like it's always the videos that I put, like, I would say no effort. I put effort into, you know, all my videos, but like the ones that I like spend the most time creating and like make sure that Mm, it's perfect. And I post those and they don't get as much engagement as the ones where I like film it and then post it in like five minutes. I'm like, oh my, always. So it's like this, being true and authentic to yourself has just gone so much further than trying to like be perfect on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to dive into that, like creating content. Um, So my first question, is it too late for someone to start on TikTok?
0: Absolutely not. I get the question every day. They're like, it's oversaturated. It's too late. You know, you, I should have posted or started six months ago, but There are people joining TikTok every day. TikTok surpassed YouTube, surpassed Instagram as far as users. Um, And people are now just understanding the impact of short form video content and how it can grow your business. I see big, huge brands just finally joining TikTok Mm -hmm. like an airline I saw the other day, like made a TikTok account. I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) But no, it's just like, there's always a place for you just like in the online space, right? Like you bring that like extra special something. Um, it's just like Instagram. Like, is it too late to be on Instagram? I don't think so either. It's what makes you and your audience is waiting for your content. And it's really cool right now because TikTok is in this growth phase where Um, they want to see your content. So they Mm -hmm. want to push your content out to new followers and to new people versus I think Instagram. Historically, it's been really hard to get your content pushed out in front of new people or large amounts of people. But TikTok wants to show your content to new people and wants you to be discovered. So it's definitely not oversaturated. And no one on TikTok is doing what you do or has, you know, the same thing that Everyone brings something different and cool mm-hmm. to the table.
1: Yeah, and I've I've noticed myself like with Instagram my engagement is all over the place. I don't even like I was at a point where I'm like, okay, I get it. And the moment you get it, it like switches. Engagement dropped. I'm like, I don't know. I'm still showing up, but let's talk about like where do you see TikTok? In the next few years, do you think it'll still ride out and take over these other platforms? Or do you think, you know, YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, they're trying to match TikTok. Where do you see that? Uh, what, do, what do you see happening? Yeah. I see TikTok not going anywhere. They're
0: constantly rolling out new futures and new really cool things within the app that's mm-hmm. keeping them ahead. And I also think because of the uniqueness of how the whole thing started, like you can't really replace Instagram, but mm-hmm. you can't really replace TikTok. And I think the way that marketing is going, short form video content is not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anything, it's just growing. So I foresee it. I foresee TikTok like here to stay
1: for sure. Yeah. I mean we're doing that now like with the podcast how can we repurpose it to YouTube shorts TikTok Instagram reels with captions and it's like stuff I'm learning it's it's overwhelming but I know I need to do it as a business owner because just like you said video shorts are is where it's at like if you're not doing video content what are you doing <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) I agree. And you want to know what, like if you're already posting on reels, just repost it to TikTok. Like that's a really good first place to start, you know, because social media is overwhelming. There's like all these things and places and repurposing to Instagram and Facebook and like being everywhere, but it, and it is overwhelming, but like starting small, I think. And then like taking those like baby steps, um, at least set me up for success for sure
1: because I yeah. get overwhelmed so easy. <laughs> I mean to to kind of expand off that or I just have a quick question. So Yeah. How would someone repurpose, let's say they do start on Instagram? What are the whole rules about this? Like repurposing Reels to TikTok, you can't have the watermark, otherwise you won't get, I've tested it, like you don't get seen as much. How do you get the watermark off of Instagram Reels or should you start with TikTok and then repurpose? Like just kind of break that down for us. Yeah. So
0: there are different apps and like websites you can use to remove the watermark, but I think that's like the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, so, I am most, I think it's where, wherever you're most comfortable starting. So, okay. I started on TikTok. So, I repurposed my TikToks to Reels. But if you're more comfortable within the Instagram app, then use Instagram and remove the watermark and then post it to TikTok. So, it's wherever you feel most comfortable editing and creating content. And you also have to remember too, like at one point, Instagram was new Mm -hmm. and you had to learn how to use Instagram. And now it's just come so naturally to all of us. And the same thing happens with TikTok. Like you get more and more comfortable in the app. You get faster at creating videos. um, It becomes way shorter of a time it takes to create content and post content. And the coolest thing about TikTok that I like love is that there's just a short little caption. You don't have yeah. to create this, you know, caption where in reels you have the space. It has its pros and cons, mm-hmm. but like for me, the captions always stress me out in Instagram. So it's like takes the pressure off of me. I'm like, I don't even really have to post a caption. I can just post yeah. my video and be done with it.
1: Yeah. What are what are some apps that you know of to take the Instagram watermark off? I know for TikTok, it's like snaptick.com or something. Um, but do you know of the Instagram one to take that off? Gosh, I
0: have to look it up. I will look it up and send it to you. Maybe you can put it in the show notes. I always yeah. um, use Snapchat and then remove the watermark, or not Snapchat. Oh my gosh. Um, Snap tick. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah, Snap tick and remove the watermark and then post then it. Pos- yeah. So I've never actually removed uh, an Instagram watermark because I'm always posting that way. Yeah. But um, I can totally send you some that I know work to post in the the opposite direction
1: too. Yeah, if you could, I think that would be huge because I myself, I start with Instagram Reels, but I can't, I don't know how to get the watermark off. So I'm like, okay, well, I've been reposting to Facebook because they don't care about the watermark yet. (laughs) Um, So it's just, I'm just kind of playing around with it, but it sounds like starting with TikTok might be better because you can easily remove that watermark.
0: Now, yeah, does... or you can um, screen. One more tip. Sorry to interrupt you. Please interrupt. You can also screen record the preview before posting too. So TikTok will let you like preview it, and sometimes just to oh, be on yeah. the safe side, I will just screen record the preview and then I just crop it and then upload it to Instagram too. So that's another way if you yeah. didn't want to use like a third party app.
1: Now, what about like the audio though? Because if you use the trending audio in the platform, that helps you get seen more. But if you're using, you know, something from TikTok, it doesn't pull the audio from Instagram. How does that work? I personally
0: don't pull the audio from, I just screen record or remove and, and remove the watermark, well, and, or. Um, And then I will post it to Reels without the trending song um, attached to it. Like I found that my video gets pushed no matter where. So for me also too, I'll consider like what's a win. And I think Mm -hmm. that'll help for anyone listening too is like everyone's trying to like go viral and get their videos pushed out to as many people as possible. But if you change the mindset, for me, my mindset is, if my video gets more views than I have followers, it's mm-hmm. a win because my video is being pushed out to new people and new people that are not following me are seeing my content. So I don't necessarily focus so much on like using the exact trending audio or doing the trend the right way or like the technicalities of it because the algorithm is always changing. hmm always changing they're always updating instagram they're always changing tiktok but like the ones the things that you can control is the quality of your videos granted like nothing's going to be perfect but like um you control the quality and what you're putting out there so i focus on making really good content that people want to consume versus having the mindset of what can i do to get my video pushed out to more people Mm -hmm. Because when I change my mindset to like, I'm posting this video to serve my audience and to, um, provide them with content and nurture them and educate them versus, oh my gosh, like I need my video to be seen. Like I'm trying to get new clients like, yes, (laughs) but looking at it in a way where, um, not so much necessarily focusing on views and like how to get your content pushed out more, but with the intention around serving your audience Mm -hmm. and, um, keeping in mind, like always a win in my head is if your video gets more views than you have followers. So that's my like go-to advice for people that are like, but there's so many things in the audio and the watermark. And honestly, a lot of it is just like getting started too, because the algorithm is always going to be changing and it's just kind of going with the flow but control the things that you can control mm-hmm. and i think mindset is like literally the number one thing out of all of the things
1: yeah isn't it for everything yeah um, <laughs> yeah so i guess let's go back to you know you started on tiktok how did you grow the following that you do have on tiktok or like what's you know, what's the average views that you do get? How did you get to that point? Were there certain strategies or tactics that you use to help you get there?
0: So I, what's so funny, you would have like asked anyone a few years ago, if I would ever be making videos on TikTok, they would be like, Rebecca, like, absolutely not. Like, no way she would ever be on TikTok or video at all. Um, so it's so funny, like how you can grow and, you know, as a business owner and as like a person, but, um, like start with what you're comfortable with. So for me, I started with trends. It okay. was, I feel like I'm not a very creative person. <laughs> so using trends as inspiration makes the whole content thing, uh, come a lot easier to me. And yeah. it's like, it gives me more ideas and um, it's less daunting than just like trying to come up with something from scratch. So I started with trends. And as I was posting content, I was looking at my comments. And I was asking people like, what do you want to see from me? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything in specific you want to learn or really listening to what my comments said and what my audience wanted. And then from there, continue to post videos. And I think Now, I still do trends because A, they're fun. Yeah, (laughs) they're easy. (laughs) Yeah, they're easy, they're fun, they're quick. And then B, like I also will post, you know, what my audience is looking for when I have those fun, creative, original ideas, or I'll respond back to comments with a video. Um, There's some like people ask me questions on TikTok and you can just respond back with a video. And Mm -hmm. that's a really easy way to create a video that's educational, that you don't have to put like a ton of effort into creating. Yeah. And then I started, so I started with trends and then I started answering um, the comments and the questions with videos. And then from there, it got so much easier from there. I was getting used to being in the app and editing the app and showing up And from there, I, like, had more confidence in myself. And then I was like, ooh, I can do this. Ooh, I should try a transition. Ooh, I should do that. Oh, my gosh. Transitions. They're scary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too much work for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But start with what you're comfortable with and go from there for sure. And did you find that – so, like, how many times did you post? Like, is TikTok the more you post, the better it is or – What does that algorithm, how does the algorithm on TikTok work? Yeah, so TikTok definitely wants you to post a lot. (laughs) But I always
0: still tell people quality over quantity. And I would rather someone posts like one really good video every few days than just try and post like a video a day for like two weeks straight. Mm -hmm. Um, Because at the end of the day, it really also is Quality, in my opinion, over quantity. Um, But also keep in mind that the algorithm is always changing. Like, I haven't posted on TikTok in probably over a week now, and I'm still getting followers. TikTok's still pushing my content out to new people, and I haven't posted. Gosh, and I'm probably not going to post for another week because I'm going on vacation. Mm -hmm. So, TikTok will still post your content and like push your content out if you're not posting every day. Um, So, definitely, you know, be consistent, but keep in mind quality over quantity always. And
1: did you use like, how do hashtags work with TikTok, like compared to Instagram?
0: Yeah. So I use hashtags just for category categorization. I can never say that word categorization purposes only. Um, I don't, you do, to be 100% honest, I don't do any hashtag research. I don't, uh, you know, I think other people will tell you do the research and like, see what hashtags are small and big. But Mm -hmm. I use my um, hashtags just to categorize videos. Or if I'm talking about like the virtual assistant world, I'll like hashtag virtual assistant coach or virtual assistant. Or if I'm talking about being an OBM, I'll hashtag Mm -hmm. that because you have such like that small little I think it's like 100 characters, I want to say something like that. Um, I just put a few hashtags, I don't put too much emphasis, or focus, because for me, like I need things to be as simple as possible. And I get overwhelmed very quickly. Yeah. (laughs) So if it's like, Oh, my gosh, I need to put the perfect hashtags, then I'm never going to post the video because I'm going to be so consumed with making sure I'm putting the right hashtags. So I always use them as like a categorization tool in my head versus Mm -hmm. like using them as a
1: grow, a way to grow, if that makes sense. If someone were to use them to grow, like what are best practices to use like with the hashtags?
0: Yeah. So definitely don't hashtag like for you page. Oh, don't (laughs) do that? No. Why does everyone like, I feel
1: like everyone
0: did that in the beginning. Everyone did definitely did that in the beginning. Now your video will just get lost in, um, the sea of everyone hashtagging FYP. Yeah. <laughs> um, you definitely don't, yeah, don't do that for sure. Um, you chat, sh- you like, I would say you try, don't like overwhelm yourself, but try and use hashtags that have, um, lower views. So more niche specific or whatever you specialize in or whatever your business is about try and get like as specific as possible because Mm -hmm. the bigger the hashtag, um, the, you know, it's going to go into that kind of like Instagram. It's like the bigger, the hashtag, the larger pool it goes into, but really using it for like categorization. So then that way, um, and with the smaller hashtags, like, gosh, like anything in the billions stay away from. <laughs> yeah. And anything um, in the high millions stay away from as a rule of thumb. But anything in like the low millions and below, I say go
1: for it. Okay. And what about uh, like time, like posting times? Because I know there's going to be a lot of questions like specifics. We always like to give tangible. Um, yeah. So like, with TikTok, does it matter what time you post or, you know, when Instagram first started, it did matter uh, posting time. So how does that work?
0: For me, I really use my analytics.
1: So I'll look oh, at my I didn't even analytics. know that. Where do, where are the analytics <laughs> oh. on TikTok? <laughs>
0: um, they I should are, look this up. I was like, let me see where they are.
1: Um, if you
0: go into TikTok and then you go to... On your profile, and then you click on the top right corner.
1: Oh, the little hamburger menu?
0: Yes, they should be under, unless they move them, they're like always changing. Let's see here. And then it should say, I think it's under Creator Tools. Yep. And then if you go to Creator Tools from there under General, you can click
1: Analytics. Oh look at that! I didn't even have mine on. That's how much I know about TikTok. <laughs> Analytics are great
0: uh, because it shows you know how many video you, you could like filter it for the last seven days. You can change it to the last thirty days. You can do like a custom date range. Um, and That's really cool. Yeah, they took away. I think they actually took away uh, the times. Let's see. I like, did they take away the times? They're always, see, they're always changing. Oh, there it is follower activity. So if you go into your analytics and then click followers and then scroll all the way down. Oh, I see it. And it should look something like this like with the the dates.
1: Yeah. So kind of similar to Instagram, guys. We're not. You can't see but <laughs> um <laughs> if you go to your tiktok profile the hamburger menu go to creator tools you can see like it's similar to instagram like showing you the times that your followers are most active so basically you would do the same thing like instagram just post more in the active times
0: exactly and then if you do ever decide that you want to go live which is a you know, another, <laughs> another topic that we can talk about too. Um, always looking to see, okay, when are my followers most active oh, would be yeah. like the best time to
1: go live. Yeah. Can you invite people to the live? I think you can. I think you can too, actually. Well, you
0: can invite a speaker or like a, what do you call but it? Like invite like, like your someone- followers to view. Yes, it'll okay. automatically push them a notification saying oh, Rebecca gotcha. is live, so it does it for you, which is really great too. Perfect. Like, like this person's live, like click, and then um, they can easily join. And it'll usually pop up too if they're following you and you're live. It'll pop up on their
1: like feed as you're scrolling. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so going back to yeah. how you built your audience on TikTok. What are some other things that you feel that you did that really helped you, you know, grow that following? How fast did you grow it? What was the time span? What did that look like? Um, just give us all all the tips. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me,
0: it definitely wasn't overnight. So gosh, I want to say I grew. So right now I'm at like 40,000-ish followers and I've been on TikTok for maybe a year and a half and it was slow growth. It wasn't okay. like one night I gained like 20,000 followers overnight because
1: I like that. People. I like that because yeah. like steady growth is sexy growth. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and I think it's like shows too that you're consistently putting out good content because a lot of people will go viral, they'll get a bunch of, you know, followers and then that's it. And,
1: and then they unfollow like, you.
0: Yep. And then they've seen your video once and they're mm-hmm. not real followers. They're not people actually in your audience. They're not people that want to see your content. It's like a viral video type thing. But I feel like if you grow slowly, it's they're getting to know you and your journey and your videos and they're getting to know you as a person. So mm-hmm. I love slow growth. Um, and it also takes the pressure off of yourself to you know have a viral video. Because yeah. it's like there's highs and lows <laughs> of TikToks <laughs> when it comes to, you know, emotions and being viral. And it's there's there's a lot of emotion and mindset, I think, with it too. But for me, it was slow growth. Um, and I'm still growing very slowly.
1: What were some other, like, content pieces that maybe get more likes or views than others? Like, you also mentioned the ones that you don't put time into. What are, what do those look like? What kind of content is that, that you just kind of post and you're like, oh, it's got more views than the one that I put effort into. Yeah. So for me, I try and keep things as simple as possible.
0: So I have three content pillars, which I think are pretty standard that most people may have or not, I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure, um, but inspirational, educational, and relatable. Those are like my three pillars that I always try and follow when I post content. Um, And the relatable ones are just so fun. And they're always very engaging because people want, you know, like to see real life and to be relatable. And those videos always tend to do really, really well for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Inspirational videos too tend to do really, really well for me to show people the journey and how, where I've started and how far I've come and being like real honest and transparent, like I will break down my, I did like a year in review in
1: 2021. And I broke down
0: like how much I made in my business every single month.
1: And I've seen those. I thought about, I just was like, I feel so weird, like sharing what I make on social, <laughs> I'm, like weird about yes. that. It's just so weird. Cause I would be so, which I
0: ended up sharing on Instagram too, but like, I was like going back and forth. Do I yeah. do it? But I think like I'm doing it. It's all about I think in my perspective, it's like the intent behind it.
1: Well, and your coach. So that naturally makes sense. Like me sharing that as a designer, like would make no sense. Like what does this do for my clients?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's totally like who, like what your intention is around social media too. Is it like to get, you know, those design, like the website design type clients or is it um, coaching or like, who are you targeting? You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like also, you know, know who you're targeting and you could still apply those pillars to, um, to, I think TikTok too. Like you could do like your process or a before and after and people would be like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool. And that's something totally easy that you could do that would get so much engagement because people love that stuff. Yeah. But it's all about testing too, right? Like seeing what does well and seeing what doesn't
1: and just being open to trying new things. So, what would you say, like, an example of content like for TikTok for let's pick two industries a yeah. business coach and a fitness coach? Actually, no, mm. sorry, sorry, a coach. And a service provider. I think yeah. that, that's better. Um, so, what kind of content would a business or any coach be able to post on TikTok? Let's give them some ideas.
0: Yeah. So, for a coach, I think some cool things could be well, I guess I'll do like a coach like me <laughs> or like someone that's coaching service providers or people in the online space or other business owners. So, if you're following the inspirational pillar, you could post your journey, you could post, um, you know, what you're up to more like lifestyle, like what a day in the life looks like for you, or what it's like to work with clients, or um, like the inspirational piece of your business and in your life, and your just your overall growth that you've had as a coach, or what you've learned, or um, things from your experience, and what you're an expert in. And then educational wise, right, you could post like, how to's, So how to get more people to engage with your content or um, how to repurpose your TikToks to reels or um, more educational based content around whatever, you know, your expertise is as a coach Mm -hmm. Um, and then relatable, right? So I remember I did a post that was um, like relatable is that when I first started (laughs) being a VA and an OBM like I would be so nervous to send people proposals. Like I would like uh, sit yeah. there and I would like review it like five <laughs> times and would like just review it for like, make sure it's perfect. And I could like never like click like send. It would like take so much like courage for me to, to just like press the send button. So I created a video that was like me nervous pressing the send button. And um, it was so relatable. Like people totally could relate
1: to that. So and then what, do you just choose audio, like a music clip to go over it? Yeah. Oh, so what I do, I should also
0: tell, before I go into the other industry, is one thing that I do is when I'm on Instagram, or Instagram, gosh, TikTok, I will save um, sounds as I'm, like, hearing them. Oh, I do that on Instagram
1: to go and back to.
0: what I will do which is like my biggest tip ever, I think in my opinion is <laughs> if you don't want to use the notes app to like write your idea is I will like film a draft with the sound and then of like a nothing of like, you know, just my keyboard or something. And then I'll like type the idea into the draft. So then that way I can save it to my drafts and then just go back and create the video later. So Wait, So
1: you write down the TikTok idea in your notes app and then save the sound. So I create a video, like using the sound, like
0: I'll just do like a 10 second video of anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Anything, just, just film it. And then I'll put the text, my idea. Gotcha. And then I'll put it to draft. So then I have the drafts created. I don't need to like go back and find the sound and I already have the idea and it's like all in one place.
1: Oh, I like that. Because I do struggle with that. I save the sound and then I write down the idea and I'm like, crap, where did that, where did the audio go? And then I just don't do it because I get overwhelmed. That's so smart. So you could save the video and then when you're ready, you go back into your draft and then you You film it again. We'll just like press back and then refilm and then
0: your idea is there. It's just like, for me having like notes and like sounds and that, that was so overwhelming. Yeah. It's so much easier to just like film whatever, like, like two seconds of whatever with the idea. And then it's like already a draft.
1: You can go back and edit it and post it. That's perfect. That's a perfect, I love that. I love tangible tips.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, it's like realistic too, right? Yeah, I love things that are just like, Easy to follow and all of these little tips too, it just makes TikTok so much easier. Yeah. And, and simpler.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. What about what did we say? Service provider? Service or TikTok service content ideas for service providers. Yeah.
0: So going back to my three pillars, because I always <laughs> I always go back to my three pillars. Um is inspirational. Um, and you can inspire people with like, let's say you're doing, uh, branding, someone's branding. So you can inspire someone by showing someone the before and after because it's inspirational. They can see, oh my gosh, like, that's what like my website could look like. Mm-hmm. Um, doing oh, I like love a before that we're and doing after. designer. It's giving me <laughs> ideas. <laughs> well, it's the first thing that came to my yeah. mind too, you know, but, um, like that, like that could totally be categorized as something that's inspirational, or like what it's like to work with you and your process. So maybe you have a certain process or way that you do things. Um, that could
1: be. So how would you I do just, that? So I, I'm over here like, okay, I could do that. Yeah. But how would I, what would that video look like? Just like going or like pointing? Are we talking about the pointing videos? Or- oh, no. I'm so bad at
0: the pointing video. I try and it's, I'm, I'm not a pointer either. But like, um, what's one that I did? If someone
1: were to share their process, how would you help them create that piece of content? Like, what would that look like?
0: Yeah, so a good example is I just did one on how I collect testimonials and what questions I ask mm-hmm. to get good testimonials and how I organize it. And um use it in my business. Mm-hmm. So I did like, I showed people, you know, how I have the air table, what types of questions I have and what it, you know, that process that I have for testimonial requests. Um, so it's like so a screen that, share. Yeah. I just literally like okay. film my computer with your phone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can I you do as a, simple as possible?
1: Yeah. Can you do a screen share on your computer and then can you use that in TikTok or how would that work? I'm sure there's a way,
0: but I Might say be harder. keep it as simple. Just point and, simple point simple. and shoot. <laughs> you know, this is reality, right? Yeah. <laughs> like keep it simple. You know, don't overthink it. Like point and shoot your computer, and people love that stuff. They like want to see the real behind the scenes, which I think is cool too. Yeah. That's something you could totally do. Or like a uh, um, just like take a piece of your process, you know, it doesn't have to be the whole thing like, uh, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, what the, on, what the onboarding looks like or for service providers, you could do another well, tip onboarding. That I
1: so yeah. yeah, like what kind of support do they get after they are done working with you? Like, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm getting all these ideas now.
0: Yeah. Another really cool website is called AnswerThePublic.com. Or answer the public. Some Google answer the public, (laughs) and it's free. Um, you can like have a certain amount of searches per week, and you can type in what people are asking. What? Yeah. Okay. What? Ask the public. Let me. Let me see what the exact website is. Oh my gosh. Maybe it's answer or ask. Is it answer? Let's see. Answer. Answer the public. Don't go crazy with it because you only have a certain
1: amount of <laughs> be, be intentional.
0: Yes, intentional. But
1: or like, you could go to Google and type in – how I used to do this for like freebies. Go to Google yeah. and type in how to – if when okay. I was a fitness coach, lose – like it shows you what people are searching for. So like that's what you name your content.
0: <laughs> exactly. So you can type in like uh, – Instagram. Let's see. Instagram. Interesting. And then it will literally give you a bajillion different ideas on videos.
1: I just Instagram settings.
0: Yeah. Wow. And then you can kind of like tweak them too to make them a little bit more like interesting. (laughs) But this is a cool way for ideas too. If you feel like you're like stuck, you're like, I don't even know how this could apply to me or my business or my niche or what I do. Like this just gave me like hundreds of ideas at points. Well, maybe not yeah. hundreds, but
1: uh, there's you know. <laughs> so much here. Guys go to this website. Like if you're having trouble with content, whether it be TikTok or not, this was awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, after a call, this is what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. And I think it's that, like some random ones too. Like I typed in Instagram and it's like, why is Instagram not working? Like, that could be a great post. <laughs> why is it not working? Like I would totally read that post or watch that video if there was someone was talking about like, why is Instagram not working? Um, For your business. Yeah. For your business or
1: gosh. I love that. Love that. I'll definitely put that link in the show notes too. Yeah. Super helpful. Really helpful for sure. What do you think are the biggest mistakes that you've seen people use with TikTok for business purposes? Gosh. Or is there anything that you've seen, like, ooh, they could have done this to, or maybe they shouldn't have done this? Um, some actionable,
0: <laughs> actionable, tangible things that you can do. Um, I would make sure that if you do have text in your video, that you watch the screen recording first, because your text can be covered by the little icons or your Uh, hashtags on the bottom. And then people can't read it and they like miss the whole point of your video. So like always look at the preview to make sure that you're, and write the caption first. That's good. That's a really good one. I see that sometimes and I'm like, oh, the video was so good and they probably sent, spent so much time making the video and now their text is covering. Yeah. <laughs> like It's that's so frustrating. So Especially I if you're repurposing,
1: like it might Just not all fit in the screen. Double check, double check that stuff and write that, do
0: the hashtags first in the caption and then go watch the preview because it'll show you what it'll look like. Yeah. Um, before you post it, if there's any text cut off or anything like that. Um, another one, I'm trying to think of like things that I see a lot,
1: (laughs) things that I see a lot. Yeah. (laughs) What else? Um, I, what do you think of the, the slideshows that are super fast or not slideshow, like the clip that is like, it just like is so fast. I mean, they probably do that. So you have to rewatch it.
0: Yeah, there's like I don't know strategies people will use to get like more views, or you see you have to watch it again. Yeah, but I think it all goes back to like your intention, you know? Like, is your intention mm-hmm. to get views and to have people rewatch your content a million times? Like, I would be so frustrated as a consumer trying to like watch a video
1: a whole bunch of times to like get the information out of the creator. You know what I mean? My thing is. Oh, this, I know why they do it, but like as a consumer, I'm like, oh my gosh, just get to the point when they introduce themselves in every video and the topic that they're covering. I'm like, if you can just get to the point and if people are interested, they will go back and watch the other videos. But now they've come out with the fast forwarding which, thank which goodness, <laughs> which, which I've seen some videos, they don't have it. So I'm guessing the creator gets to choose if you For turn so, it I think on. it's with older videos before oh, that Oh, like, okay. That, made, was, that would make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, guys, just cut to the trace. Like even yeah. 60 seconds is now long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even watch those videos to be honest. I just scroll past. I,
0: like I don't have the feel <laughs> like I can't. I can't. I do can't. It. I just scroll past it. Yeah. So you're right. I I don't. But then some people will tell you like you should be doing that. So people because it's longer learn, form. They and stay
1: and, on it longer. And I'm like, yeah. I
0: get Everyone it. Everyone has different opinions. I've learned like you can talk to so many different TikTok experts or like gurus, and they'll all say different things. Mm-hmm. It's just really like whatever works best for you. And I think that's the cool thing about business too, in general, is that like you, it's all like testing things and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. And I think it's the same thing when it comes to social media too. So.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you said that because it truly is like as a business owner, it's years of trial and error and rejection, rejection to find something that works. Um, And then guess what? It works and then it changes and then you have to constantly keep up with everything. Um, So I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, because it can be overwhelming. I get overwhelmed. Gosh. I'm overwhelmed (laughs) right now with this whole (laughs) podcast thing because like I had a meeting with someone and they're like, you need to be putting your podcast on YouTube shorts, on TikTok and Instagram reels. I'm like, oh my God, Hero is just like podcasting. (laughs) You're like I just wanted to do something fun. That yeah, help grow, that yeah. my audience
0: can just you know another way for a form of content and education. Oh my gosh, so yeah, that would. But it makes me sense.
1: Too. I mean, it, to- it does. Getting it yourself does. in front of more people, like that's a strategy that you should have. So, yeah, biting but the Start bullet. small.
0: Yeah. yeah, start start baby steps. You know, yeah. don't try and do it all at one time because I'm gonna that's start just with the TikTok. Yeah,
1: YouTube. Start- I've been sitting on Probably YouTube for years. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Sam, I'm like, oh, I don't know about
0: that. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe scary. I'll just start with TikTok and Instagram reels. Call it good.
0: Yeah. 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 Start small and then go from there. And maybe one day you'll go live, you know, on TikTok. And then then go and then you'll go live again. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, or um, you win
0: it and you're like, I'll never do that again, which
1: is fine too. I mean, I love, I love the TikTok recipes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We've made so many of those. And I'm like, what would I do without TikTok? This is crazy. Yeah, or like the Amazon. Do you watch like the Amazon, must, like must-haves from Amazon? This yeah. Year? I bought I the like Valentine's Day, like the boxers and the, there was a photo cube. I'm like, I fell for it.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm such a sucker. I'm just like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I need that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm like, oh my gosh. I didn't even know I needed that. And
1: then all of a sudden I have all this stuff from Amazon. Those ads. Influencer. Darn, influencers. Man, (laughs) doing their jobs. Yeah. (laughs) It worked. I Um, Okay. So this has been really good. I I think we got a lot of tangible tips in here. I would love to wrap up with the two last questions that I like to ask everyone. Uh, What's one book that has had the biggest impact on you and why? Yes. My
0: favorite book, at least from a business standpoint, and I like thought about this question too, because I wanted like a really good one. (laughs) I had to think about it. Um, but it's profit first and I'm going to butcher his last name, but it's by Mike Michalowicz. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Michael, Michael, Mike, but yeah. Look what I, am sorry, Mike. (laughs) Michaelowicz. I don't know. But I love that book because, um, I, no one's like, no one teaches you how to be a business owner. And I, during my journey as gr- growing into being an entrepreneur and being a business owner, this is how I learned to pay myself and the whole point of a business. And like, it's great. Like you can, you feel accomplished and feel amazing and feel fulfilled, but You also want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And this is how I structure how I pay myself and how I divide, you know, what goes into expenses, what goes into reinvesting my business. And this gave me like clear, actionable, like this is what you should do. And it's been probably the most impactful as far as um, from a financial standpoint, which is really important when you're growing a business.
1: Yeah. You need to know your numbers when you first start.
0: (laughs) Don't wait. Yeah.
1: No, don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, what is one piece, piece of advice that you would tell your younger self? To like go with flow.
0: <laughs> I think um, I was so focused on moving up in corporate. Mm-hmm. I was so focused. I was like, I'm going to like all throughout college, I worked my booty off. I worked in college, I worked after college, right into a full time job. And I like never. I wish someone would be like, enjoy, enjoy your mm-hmm. life. <laughs> like, just like enjoy the process, enjoy the process of starting a business, enjoy the process of leaving your nine to five and all of the things that co- go along with being a business owner. Because in hindsight, like, I wish I would have enjoyed that process more, but I was always so stressed out on getting to the next level and that next position or that next you know, milestone in my business to like 5k months and 10k months and 20k months, but I never celebrated any of that. So it would really be to like, enjoy the journey, which I know is like the most cliche thing ever.
1: But (laughs) a lot of people need it. Like life goes by in the blink of an eye.
0: Yeah. And celebrate your wins and your accomplishments. And people don't see how far they've come in like the moment. But like looking back, like, there's so much growth that happens just in a short period of time. And remembering yeah. like that you, it's all a journey and it's all just like, it'll happen how it's supposed to happen. Right. Like I thought I was going to be a VP of HR, you know, C-suite HR, like look where I am. Like, yeah. But I was so focused on that in the beginning. So just like go with the flow and celebrating your wins for sure.
1: I love that. That's really good. Um, so where can people find you? I mean, obviously yeah, on TikTok. Obviously on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, on TikTok, I am
0: virtual assistant coach. So definitely connect with me there. Um, I am also on Instagram. My handle is work with um, And if you like liked any of these tips, or if you have any questions on TikTok, like send me a DM. I love chatting in DM. So feel free, uh, send me a DM and let's let's chat. Um, and then
1: my website is workwithbecca.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This is really good. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Woo. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we will catch you in the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or on Instagram to help support the show. If you want additional resources to help you grow your business, you can find them on my website at CourtneyMarieCo.com or below in the show notes.